This chazar was like a nishbach chazar shag v'am yehudim sechaz bava kama daf kofi yodalat zok the mishnah of taxes like they took someone's donkey and gave him back a different donkey. Or if robbers took his garment and gave him back another garment, he may keep what is given because we can assume that the owners of the, the owners of these items are miyayish. If someone saves an item from a river or from an army or from robbers, if the owners were miyayish, he may keep the item. Similarly, if a person finds a swarm of bees, if the owner was miyayish, he may keep them. Rebbe says a woman or a miner is believed to say that the swarm came out of a particular place. A person may walk into someone else's field to save his own swarm of bees, and if he damaged the field, he has to pay for what he damaged. However, he may not cut off a branch even though he intends to pay for it. Rebbe Shmuel, the son of Rebbe says he may even cut off the branch of a tree and then pay for that. Zuck, the Gemara Bryce says that if he took a donkey from a tax collector, he has to give it back to its true owner, not like our Mishnah said. The Gemara says that the Bryce holds that Yish alone does not make a Kenyan, and therefore when, when he took it, it still belonged to the original owner and was also for him to have. Others say the Bryce meant that if he wants to return it, he should return it to the original owner. The version, this version holds that Yish on his own creates a Kenyan. But if he says, I, didn't, I don't want to have something that's not truly mine, he should return it to the original owner. Rashi said this is only true if they are non-Jewish robbers. If they're Jewish robbers, the owner is not miyaj because he thinks that he'll take it. He'll take them to Bezin the next day. Rabbi Yosef asked, the opposite makes more sense. By a non-Jew, he's not miyaj because he can take him to a non-Jewish court who will force him to give it back. But if a Yid, then if it was a Yiddish Shaganov, then he's miyaj because Bezin doesn't force to follow their ruling. Rashi's statement must have been said in reference to the end of the mission where it said that if he saved an item from a robber, then if the owners were miyaj, may keep it. This suggests that we don't assume that he was miyaj. On this, Ravashi said, we don't assume Yish by a guy because the Yid will take him to the non-Jewish court who will force him to return the item. However, the, if the robber is a Yid, he is Meyayish because Bezin does not enforce his ruling. Zakhmaravaita Mishnah regarding a piece of leather becoming susceptible to Ptuma by the person who has it, thinking that he'll no longer improve that piece of leather, brings a machlaikin tanakama who holds that people are not Miyayish when a Gazan steals something from them, but they are Miyayish when a Ganif steals something from them. Shimon says the reverse. On that machlaik, as Ula said, they only argue where we don't know if in fact the owner was Miyayish. But if we know that he was, all agree that the robber would be kind of because he is alone creates Kenyan. Rabbah said they would even argue when we know that he was Miyayish. Abaya said to Rabbah, don't argue with Ula because the Mishnah says like him. The Mishnah says because the owner were not Miyayish. This would mean if we knew they were Miyayish, the robber would be kind of. Rabbi said we understand the mission as if it says, because there's no years to the owners, meaning even if they say that they were Miyayish, we don't believe that they truly were. Our Mishnah said that we can assume the owner of the donkey or the garment is Miyayish, who is the town of the Mishnah. If the, if, if the Mishnah follows Rabbanon, why do they say he's Miyayish by the tax, tax collector who's a Gazan? If it's Rav Shimon, why is he Miyayish in the case of the Ganef? Now, according to Ula, we can say the Mishnah is referring to where we know he was Miyayish and can therefore follow all Shittas. However, according to Rabbah, who does the Mishnah follow? After the Gemara, he would say the Mishnah follows Rav Shimon and is referring to armed robbers, not a true Ganef. If so, that, that's the same case of Gazan, like the tax collector. After the Gemara, the Mishnah is listening to two different types of Gazan. Their giving to Hegdish is valid, their Truma is valid, their Maisa is valid, presumably because they, the owner is Miyayish. Who is the town of the Brysa? If the Brysa follows Rabbanon, why do they say he's Miyayish by the Gazan? If it's followers of Shimon, why is he Miyayish in the case of the Ganef? Now, according to Ula, we can say that Brysa is referring to where we know he's Miyayish and they can, follow, they can therefore follow all Shittas. However, according to Rabbah, why does the Brysa, who does the Brysa follow? Anthony Mar, he would say the Brysa follows of Shimon. It's referring to armed robbers, not a true Ganef. Ah, it's the same case of Gazlin. Mar says, yeah, the Brysa lists two different types of Gazlin. Again, another terrorist, we can also say the Bryce follows view of Rebbe, who holds that the person robbed by a Gazan or a Ganif are both Mihaish. Frekman, we just mentioned that Rebbe holds that a Ganif is like a Gazan. Does he mean like a Gazan according to Rabbanon, in which case he's, there, he's also not Kaina, or does he mean like a Gazan according to Rashim, in which case he is Kaina? Ephraim, our mission said if a tax collector took a donkey and gave the person a different donkey in return, or if a robber took a garment and gave the person a different garment in return, he may keep it because the owner of the garment was surely Miyayish. Who's the town of the Mishnah? If the Mishnah follows the Rabbanon, why do they say he's Miyayish by a tax collector who's a Gazan? If it's a Rashim, why, why is he Miyayish in the case of the Ganif? Now, if Rebbe meant that a Ganif is like a Gazan according to Rashim, we can say that the Mishnah follows Rebbe, and that's why. 
why he's coined in both cases. However, if he means that a Ganav is like a Gazan going to Rabban, and our mission would not seem to follow anybody. The Mar says it's not a proof. It may be that the mission follows of Shimon and is referring to armed robbers, not a true Ganav. Aye, it's the same thing as Gazlan, like the tax collectors. Again, the mission is talking about two different types of Gazlan. In fact, maybe we can answer from a Bryce. The Bryce says a Ganav and a Gazlan, they're giving to Hegdish is valid, the Truma is valid, the Mice is valid, presumably because the owner is Miyayish, who's the town of the Bryce. The Bryce follows Rabbanon. Who say the, the why do they say is miyayish by the gazlan? If the falls of Shimon, why is it miyayish in the case of a ganav? Now, if Rebbe meant that a ganav is like a gazlan according to Rav Shimon, we can say the Bryce follows Rebbe, and that's why he's kind in both cases. However, if he means that the ganav is like a gazlan according to the Rabbanon, our Bryce would seem not to follow anybody. The Gemara says it's not approved. Maybe the Bryce follows Rav Shimon is referring to armed robbers, not a true ganav. Ah, we already gave a case of a gazlan. The mission lists two different types of gazlanum. The Bryce lists two different types of, of, of gazlanum. If Ashi told the rabbi, we can answer from the following. We have learned that Rebbe told the son of Shimon that when the mission says real property, it's referring to anything that's intact and recognizable as being a stolen property, and it must be returned for the honor of their father. We see that if not for the honor of their father, they would not have to return it. This shows that Rebbe holds that a Ganav was like Rav Shimon's view of a Gazan, and that's why the owner was Meyayish Mamino. What's, does, what does the case of the bees add to the previous example of the river, the robbers, etc.? And from our bees are only owned by a person, therefore we would think that a person would be quicker to be Mayayish, and we could even assume that he's Mayayish. The mission therefore teaches that even with bees, he may only keep it if he knows Yon was Mayayish. A woman and a minor are not fit to be witnesses. said the cases where the owner is, be, is, is the owner is chasing after the bees, and the woman or minor says without them knowing that they're being relied upon that the bees came out of a particular location. Rashi said the concept that we accept a valid testimony when someone says something without knowing that they're being relied upon, then they're saying that that's valid testimony. It's only really we only use that to, to permit a woman to remarry. If they ask them, in the case of the bees, we believe them in this scenario as well. The says the case of the bees is different because it's only a kinyan derabbanon. In fact, if there's no Case that we are, we're, is there no case that we rely on such testimony, dear Isa? We find that Rabbi Huda Shmuel says it once happened that Rebbe allowed a person to eat Shuma based on his saying that he was a Kayan without even realizing because he, was, he didn't even realize that he was being relied upon. Mara says that was for Shuma Durabbanon. In fact, Mayeb, we find the case that Rebbe or Rabbi Shuma Levi once allowed a woman who was captured to marry a Kayan based on the testimony without knowledge of reliance of her son that she was not raped by her captors. Mara says we're making for a case of a woman who was captured. By Yeshua, that the owner of bees that took up living in another person's tree may cut the branch off that tree and and take back his bees and pay for the loss that he causes. And it was enacted also that one should sp- one can spill out should spill out his wine that he's used that he has in his barrel to use his barrel to save more expensive honey of someone else that's be- that's going to waste. And finally. And, and of course, he'll get paid for what for what he spilled out. And finally, that one should unlo- unload his wood off his donkey to save the more expensive flax of someone else. And again, he'll get paid for his loss. Zuck, the next mission: if someone recognizes his keli or safer in the hands of another person, and there was a rumor that this owner had been robbed, and the person who has it claims that he was a purchaser, so now he has to swear as to what he paid for the item, and the owner pays that amount and takes the item back. If there was no knowledge of any robbery to this person, he's not believed to say that these items were stolen from him. Instead, we assume that he sold them to someone else, who then sold them to this person. In fact, Gemara, even if a rumor of robbery, why are we not concerned that he truly sold it and himself spread the rumor of robbery? Who's the name Rav said? The case is where people who were at, were at his house saw him get up in the middle of the night screaming that he was robbed. I maybe this whole thing was an act just to get back those items. If Kahana name Rav said, the case we also found a tunnel dug into his house and people were seen escaping with bags of goods in the middle of the night and people were saying that he was robbed. I maybe the only Kalim was stolen, not Svarim. Rav said, and then Rechon said, the case is that the people saw that Svarim were taken as well. Maybe only small Svarim were taken, and he's claiming large Svarim were taken. Rabbi Yisrochanina said, the case is that people were able to identify which Svarim was stolen. Maybe they were only old Svarim and the person was claiming new Svarim. Rav said, the case is where people recognized the Kalim and the Svarim as belonging to the person who was making the claim. How could Rav say they use a ton? 
tunnel for the robbery and still hold them high. If Rav said if robbers use a tunnel to steal items, they're potter from having to return the items because they were acquainted them with the way that they risked their lives by stealing in this way. Or said that's only when they entered using a tunnel. The case here is where they only left with the tunnel and therefore did not enter with the realization of risking their lives. Rava said, when we said that we need people to have seen which swarm was stolen, that only applies to a person who often sells his swarm. However, if one does not, even without that level of testimony, he'll be believed. Why are we not concerned that even this person needed some money and therefore went and sold his items? Or as she said, the fact that, pe- that people say he was robbed is enough to counter that concern.